0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
1: You have had a great day. You beat that young mother with her three screaming brats to the closest parking space at the store. Maybe next time she will leave those brats at home after they all get sick from walking so far in the rain. You got to work and were told that you got the promotion. It's a good thing that you stole your co idea for the ad for the new client. He could never prove it, and you deserve the promotion more anyway. On your way home, you pass that dingy homeless panhandler that smells like a dumpster, and you drop a 20 in his can. With a big smile, you look him right in the eye and you say, maybe that will buy you enough drugs to overdose. Turning down the next block, there is caution tape across the sidewalk, so you cut through an alley. It is dark so you pick up your pace, but before you reach the next corner, you hear a growl. You turn to see if there is danger behind you, but you almost gag when you inhale the strong, foul odor of sulfur. Your eyes begin watering, so you think you are seeing things when you notice a pair of glowing red eyes. You are such a smart, amazing person. Let's hope you have the sense to run. Welcome to Freaky Folklore, the podcast where we discover the horrifying legends across the world and tell terrifying tales of monsters both ancient and modern. Today we are discussing hellhounds, supernatural beasts who can drag you straight to hell. This show is part of the EerieCast Podcast Network. Find more terrifying tales at EerieCast.com and be sure to follow us on Spotify or your favorite podcasting service. You can leave an honest review on iTunes, too. The more we get, the more we grow, and hopefully, the more monsters we can explore. If you would like to submit an encounter or suggestions for future episodes, you can email them to CarmenCarrion at gmail.com. That is C-A-R-M-A-N-C-A-R-R-I-O-N at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook for information on future episodes. Legend Michelson was an intimidating sight as she stepped out of her $5 million Highland Park home in Dallas, Texas, with her long blonde hair blowing in the fall breeze. She stood five foot ten inches in her Saint Laurent Velvet Kid boots that were a perfect black match to her Oscar de Laurenta dress and side tie coat. She looked very much like the successful businesswoman that she was as she opened the door to her black Cadillac Escalade and took her place behind the wheel. Legend was one of the wealthiest women in Dallas. She was born in 1990 and was the only child of Nolan Michelson, a very successful Dallas lawyer, and his socialite wife, Ruth. They had raised her with the help of a nanny and a very rigid set of rules. One of them being that after college, she would have to earn her own way. After Legend received her MBA from Harvard, she moved back to Dallas, Texas and started her real estate career, working for one of the top brokers. When her firm sold out, she saw the opportunity of a lifetime and took out a loan to start her own brokerage. Within eight years, her real estate firm became the most powerful in Dallas. At 32, she made the cover of Forbes magazine as one of America's richest self made women in real estate. She had passed her father's level of success, and in time had also passed his level of arrogance. Legend was not squeamish about destroying people's lives for her own gain. She believed that to be successful, you had to be brutal, especially if you are a woman. Last year alone, her firm was directly responsible for the displacement of over 120 families through real estate deals and downsizing to replace people with high-tech, cost-efficient computers and other technology. Legend took great pride in her success and the power that came with it. She could have easily hired a driver, but she loved to be in control of everything, including her Cadillac. It was 7 a.m. when she pulled into her personalized parking space in the garage of her firm's building. Heading towards the elevator, she was stopped by an elderly woman who seemed to be lost. Miss, could you help me find my car? I seem to have gotten turned around. Legend rolled her eyes and barked at the little woman. Do I look like the help to you? Go ask the security guard to help you. Without so much as a glance back, she stepped onto the elevator as it opened. She checked her reflection in the mirrored walls of the elevator and was pleased to see that she looked just as perfect as she had when she left the house. The elevator dinged when it reached the fourth floor, and she stepped out just as the young receptionist answered the phone. Good morning, you've reached Michelson Realty. How may I direct your call? Yes, ma'am. Let me see if she is in. The receptionist put the call on hold, and before her employer could walk by, she called out, "Miss Michelson, your mother is on the phone.'" Legend stopped and without pause replied, "'Tell her I'm going to be out of the office until the end of the week. She has no idea that most of us have better things to do than get our nails done and make annoying phone calls to busy people. And clean up your desk. It's disgusting.'" The young woman's cheeks turned bright red and she nodded as she said yes ma'am she had only been at the firm for a month and was the third receptionist this year she was beginning to understand why the last two had quit with no notice legend's office had glass walls and she could see a large vase of roses on her desk without even opening the door this was getting to be a problem. Laying her bag down on the desk, she took the note card that had come with the flowers and opened it. It was him again. He was so persistent, a trait that in business would be admirable, but in her love life was the opposite. Shredding the card, she tossed it into the trash and called the receptionist. Cadence, come to my office. Cadence was there immediately. Yes, ma'am? Without looking up, Legend waved her hands at the flowers and ordered, Get these out of here. I don't care what you do with them. Cadence quickly grabbed the vase without question and exited the office. Once alone again, Legend scrolled through her phone, looking until she found his number. She hit the call button and put the phone to her ear. A male voice answered, Hello, sexy. I didn't think you would call. Legend didn't give him a chance to say more before she plowed into him. Listen, I told you that I am engaged, and that night was just for entertainment. Don't send flowers. Don't call. Just forget that we ever met. Then immediately, she ended the call. She took an exasperated breath and leaned back in her chair. It was nothing new to her to deal with men who got attached and then wouldn't let go. But she had to be more careful. She had been dating James for a year. He was the perfect yin to her yang james was the founder of the Betancourt financial corporation and a member of the dallas city council he was successful and gorgeous at 42 years old with tons of valuable connections the only problem was that he was in love with her legend didn't believe in love even though she used the word to make him happy she planned on having a nice married and business life with james but maintaining some freedom in her own private life. She loved going out occasionally to let her hair down and get a little wild. She didn't understand why it would be a big deal that she liked to have sex with different men every now and then. James, on the other hand, had some very high moral standards and would never see things the way she did. The rest of her day passed by quickly once she got busy with meetings and such. Before she knew it, 7 p.m. had rolled around and it was time to call it a day. The parking garage was just as dark as it had been that morning. She almost tripped over the cat that was curled up by the front tire of her Escalade and with a curse gave it a good swift kick with the pointed toe of her shoe. The skinny little cat screamed with fright and pain as it flew behind the car and then quickly ran away. Filthy creature! Legend mumbled under her breath before climbing in and starting the engine. By the time she made it home, the sun had left the sky and a few stars had begun to twinkle. Legend yawned as the security gate to her driveway slowly slid open. She was about to pull through when something large and black ran in front of the car through the light beams. "'What the hell was that?' she spoke out loud. She looked around the driveway and the yard as she pulled the car into the garage but she didn't see anything. When she opened the door to get out, the smell of rotten eggs hung heavy in the air and assaulted her senses. She covered her nose to block the smell as she reached up to push the close button on the garage door remote. She was watching in the rearview mirror to make sure the door was closing when she saw something large and black step into the driveway. This episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because lately I've had trouble with a lack of energy, focus, and alertness. But now I feel more aware and invigorated. AG1 is a drink mix with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens which support gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, and more. I drink AG1 every morning for breakfast. It helps me stay focused on work throughout the day. Plus, it has a delicious, mild, tropical taste, making it easy to drink. I even look forward to it, and so does my husband. For less than $3 a day, you're investing in your health with a lifestyle-friendly mix, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Plus, your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is very important for the lack of sunlight in winter months. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash folklore. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash folklore to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The name hellhound has been used to refer to a big, vicious black dog that's duty is to guard graveyards, churches, and even the very gates of hell. It is also known as a harbinger of bad news or of impending death in some theories. To others, it is a spirit guide meant to help them cross over to the next life. If you are walking alone at night and hear a blood-curdling howl or catch a whiff of sulfur or brimstone, don't investigate to see where it's coming from. Instead, you should probably run. If you look into the eyes of a hellhound, your days are numbered. They will hunt you without relenting until you are dead. It is impossible to mistake one of these phantom canines for a normal dog because they are considerably larger than any dog breed. Some are larger than horses or bears. Their hair is always black as coal, and their eyes glow red or green like the flames of a fire. The most terrifying of these beasts have multiple heads, or in some cases, have no head at all. Spotting a hellhound would be easy if they came out during the day, but since they are mostly nocturnal creatures, they are more likely to catch you off guard. Their dark hair blends into the darkness of night, and the only way to spot them is by their horrid smell or glowing eyes. Their hellish feet scorch the ground where they walk, so you might notice a scorched trail where its path crosses yours. Hellhounds are believed to be demons or evil spirits and have appeared throughout history and in many different cultures, legends, and folklore. One of the most well-known hellhounds is Cerberus, who can be found in Greek mythology, considered to be the offspring of Typhon and Echidna, two serpentine monsters. The most recognizable feature of Cerberus was the three dog heads upon a single body, but Cerberus also possessed a mane of snakes, a serpent's tail, and the claws of a lion. Cerberus was a faithful servant of Hades, god of the dead and king of the underworld. In this legend, Cerberus is portrayed as moving along the banks of the river Styx, This river was the established boundary between the dead of the Underworld and the living of the Earth. Cerberus was responsible for guarding the gates to the Underworld. The three-headed dog prevented those who were dead from escaping, as well as kept the living from going there, without the permission of Hades. Though Cerberus is said to have been very kind and friendly to the dead, as well as any new spirits who entered the Underworld, He would also become savage and would eat any of them who tried to get past him and go back to the land of the living. Cerberus is featured in many different types of literature. In the book Dante's Inferno, Cerberus is mentioned as guarding the third circle of Hell. Eastern England has its own version of the Hellhound and they call it the Black Shuck. For hundreds of years the people of East Anglia have whispered tales of a large black dog with evil flaming eyes. Its eyes glow red or green and sometimes only one eye peers from the middle of the forehead. The black shuck and its howl are believed to be an omen of death. It is described as being anywhere from the size of a large dog to the size of a horse. It is said to be covered in black shaggy fur and is able to produce a blood-curdling howl. The black shuck likes to dwell in areas associated with death, despair, darkness, and the spirit world. Fens, marshes, bogs, and dark forests, empty fields, gallows, cemeteries, and unmarked graves. Or secluded side roads, footpaths, and crossroads are where it likes to hang out. In Northern English folklore, there is a hellhound known as the Barghest. It is a mythological creature that appears in the form of a monstrous, black goblin dog with large teeth and sharp claws, but in other tales the Barghest has appeared as a ghost or some other creature. The barkhest was essentially a nocturnal spectre that only appears at night, and its appearance was regarded as an omen of death. It was believed that those who saw one clearly would die soon after, while those who caught only a glimpse of the beast would live on, but only for some months. In Belgium, there's a hellhound creature that has been around since the 17th century. He is called aude Rode Ogen, but is also known as Old Red-Eyes or the Beast of Flanders. It is said to resemble a large black dog with burning red eyes, but has also been seen in the form of a man and a shadow. The legend of old red eyes began after a series of children went missing, believed to be the victims of a shape-changing cannibal. Eventually, a large naked man was seen running away from a young girl's room. He was shot, but changed into the form of a large black dog to escape. Another type of hellhound can be found in Norse mythology and is known as a garm. This creature is a dog or wolf associated with the forces of Destruction and the Underworld. Little is known about him since the references to him are sparse and vague. The Demon of Dartmoor has been a Cornish myth for hundreds of years. It is the myth that inspired The Hound of Baskervilles by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, featuring the famous detective Sherlock Holmes. The Dartmoor Beast has been scaring farmers and locals for generations, as the beast has been preying on their animals. They are said to roam the moor, with thick black fur and blood-red eyes. Many people have come close to the beast, although they haven't had solid proof, barring tones of blurry pictures and videos. There are many more creatures in history and folklore that could be considered hellhounds. Each have their own characteristics, but the one thing they have in common is that each one is somehow linked to death and the afterlife. Unfortunately, you can't fight a hellhound or shoot it with a shotgun, and there isn't a long list of what you can do to ward one off or kill it, but there are three things that you can try. Salt, The Devil's Shoestring, and Goofer Dust. We have all seen movies and TV shows where people stand in a ring of salt and silently wait for a spirit to leave. Well, salt is known to warn off the supernatural and paranormal, in order to warn off something, it must be poured across all entrances to prevent anything from entering the room. As long as the line of salt remains intact, a creature cannot enter. Some people even place cloth bags of salt into their pockets, so a creature can't touch you if the salt line splits. The Devil's Shoestring is a type of burnum, and it belongs to the honeysuckle family and is grown in North America. It is often used in Hoodoo to help gain power and success. It will prevent a hellhound from entering if you place it at the door handle. Goofer dust is a material used in traditional hexing and practiced in Hoodoo. It is a mixture of graveyard dust, snake skins, dried manure, and salt, among other things, more morbid or natural. With goofer dust, you sprinkle it around the room the same way you do with salt, to warn off hellhounds and other supernatural creatures. Hellhounds have been widely known in popular culture, thanks to their appearance in movies, television shows, and video games. Fans of the TV show Supernatural should be familiar with hellhounds that played an important role in the series. The sometimes King of Hell, Crowley, states that when God finished creating the universe, He created many other creatures, including hellhounds. The beasts were created so that God could have a companion in the same way that dogs are companions to men. The hellhounds turned out to be extremely dangerous and vicious, so God ordered them to be destroyed. Lucifer, who had been cast out of heaven and had made his new home on earth, managed to save one hellhound named Ramsey. Ramsey was pregnant and gave birth to a litter of pups. From then on, the hellhounds served the demons of hell by collecting souls of humans who made deals with the unholy beings when their debts came due. These hellhounds were insatiable and persistent. Once these hounds caught the scent of their prey, it would hunt for life, never giving up until the prey is dead. In 1999, hellhounds appeared in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Tucker Wells, a fellow classmate of Buffy's, raised four hellhounds to massacre Sunnydale's class of 99, after he was rejected by a girl he asked to the prom. A bit of an overreaction, if you ask me. He brainwashed the hounds by showing them various prom-related films forcing them to go crazy at the sight of formal wear and mirror balls. Hellhounds have played a part in most of the Call of Duty games where they are a type of zombie dog. Samantha Maxis is the main antagonist, and these beasts are a mutated version of her pet, Fluffy. These hellhounds look like seriously deformed German Shepherds. These hellhounds were an accidental creation by Group 935 scientist Ludwig Maxis. Maxis put his daughter Samantha's dog into the teleporter but it came out of the mainframe, a hellhound. There are a few ways to summon a hellhound. There are a few ways to summon a hellhound, one of which is a spell and an incantation, but I won't share that information because it might get used on your cheating ex or that guy that likes to block the passing lane on the interstate. We will just let karma deal with them and save the hellhounds for Satan's work. Another way to summon a hellhound is inadvertently, through the way you live your life. If you are unkind, selfish, cruel, or feel pleasure when you see others suffer, you may very well already have hellhounds sniffing around in search of you. When they find you, they will hold you down on the ground. While their scorching paws burn holes through every layer of your skin, they will bury their teeth deep into your flesh and drag you straight to hell.
0: This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members.
2: With my busy schedule, I find it's the perfect game to pick up and play whenever I've got a free moment. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
1: Legend could see a large black figure in her rearview mirror. It was standing just outside of her garage. It looked like a dog, but seemed way too large. Its eyes had appeared to be glowing, but maybe her taillights were reflecting in them. She closed the car door and waited for the garage door to lower all the way before getting out. Freaked out, she fumbled to get her keys out of the ignition, but dropped them when something large hit the garage door. Legend hurried out of the car, and as she opened the door to the house, she could hear a low, slavering growl. She laid her purse down on the counter and pulled her phone out of her pocket and immediately called 911. The operator that answered told her to stay inside and that animal control would be there shortly. Relieved, she leaned against the bar and wondered how in the world that beast had gotten through her fence and passed her motion sensors without setting off the alarm. She shook her head and began to dial James' number. He was still at the office when he answered, but he took the time to patiently listen to her. As she told him about the vicious dog in her yard and the horrible smell that may be coming from something rotten in the garage the animal control officer arrived just as she was telling james goodnight. the officer checked the entire yard and found no sign of the dog the craziest part was that he couldn't find any breakage or weak spots in her expensive privacy fence either he was nice enough but legend was angry she didn't say it out loud but she had already decided to give his office a call tomorrow to let them know how incompetent the man was. The rest of the night was quiet, and after a hot soak in her jacuzzi tub and a glass of red wine, she laid in bed reading a book until she fell asleep. The next morning was a Saturday, and Legend had taken a rare day off. She was going to get some shopping done and a few other things that she had been needing to do. After a trip to the department store where she added a few more items to her work wardrobe, she headed to the grocery store. Usually she would have her groceries delivered, but she was cooking a special meal for James on Sunday and wanted everything to be perfect. While standing in the checkout line, Legend watched as a young woman with two small children fumbled through her purse trying to find her debit card. What an idiot, Legend thought to herself. How can someone that unorganized be capable of taking care of two small children? Not that she cared. Legend hated kids. They were loud and dirty little creatures. She looked the woman up and down, noticing the tattered worn look of her clothing and the holes in her shoes. That was when she saw the $20 bill. Legend placed her foot on top of the bill and waited for the woman to leave. But she didn't leave soon. The woman seemed almost in tears. She told the cashier that she must have left her debit card at home, but she always kept money in her purse just in case. To Legend's sheer pleasure, the woman became more upset when she couldn't find the 20 either. Legend was laughing inside. That will teach her to be more careful. And she watched as the woman left without the items she had been trying to purchase. When she walked away, Legend reached down and grabbed the $20 bill that she had been standing on. She stepped forward and waited as the cashier removed a box of cereal, a gallon of milk, and a bottle of children's Tylenol off the conveyor. After taking her purchases home, Legend had to leave again for an appointment to get her nails done. When she was leaving, she noticed that the grass around her flower bed was scorched, like it had been on fire. The gardener must have been smoking in her yard. Smoking was a disgusting habit, and she would make sure he knew about it next time she saw him. It was strange, though, because the burned spots almost looked like paw prints. Legend shook her head. Now she was just being paranoid. The idea that a dog had burnt the grass was ludicrous. It was evening by the time she returned home for the day, but she still had just enough time for a jog. So after changing clothes and putting on her running shoes, Legend took off and headed down the street towards the park. By the time she made her second lap around the two-mile walking trail, it was beginning to get dark, and Legend decided it was time to head back home. The last part of the trail was like a tunnel made of trees and more secluded than the rest of the park. She was about to round a corner when she noticed her shoe had come untied. Bending to tie the lace, she caught a whiff of a familiar smell. It was the same smell of rotten eggs from the night before, but this time there was a hint of a charred aroma mixed with it. As she stood back up, she came face to face with the biggest black dog she had ever seen. It was blocking the path ahead of her. It began to growl, but legend couldn't move. She was caught in a dead stare with its glowing red eyes. It almost looked as if there were flames moving within the depths of those eyes. She also noticed that there was smoke rising off its feet. It felt like something you would see in a nightmare. And that is when she remembered. She had dreamed of this great black menace. It had been coming for her to punish her for her misdeeds. But here it was in real life in the flesh, and she had nowhere to run. It was getting darker, and the path was quiet except for the growling of the monster standing in front of her. She took a step back, but it stepped forwards as she did. She was afraid that if she turned, it would jump onto her back. When she thought all hope was lost, she heard footsteps coming from behind her. It was another jogger. She turned her head towards the sound and saw a man jogging up the trail, and when she turned back, the evil dog was gone. She was so relieved that she almost hugged the total stranger when he got close enough. She stopped him and asked, Did you see it? See what? He asked. The big dog, she replied. No, sorry, I didn't see anything, he answered. Do you mind if I jog out of here with you?" Legend asked the man. I am a little spooked. The man agreed and he escorted her as far as the exit to the park, and from there they parted ways. Legend couldn't get home fast enough and was checking over her shoulder the entire way. It was completely dark by the time she locked her door behind her and was at home where she felt safe. The feeling of safety didn't last long, though. Legend went to her laptop and began researching the dog from her dreams. In her dreams he had spoke and told her that he would come for her, and he would be relentless in his pursuit if she did not change her ways. It didn't take long for her to find some information, and what she found made her blood run cold. The beast fit the exact description of a mythological creature called a hellhound. She began searching for ways to get rid of it, but didn't get very far before she heard a crash, followed by a howl coming from her living room. Thank you for listening to Freaky Folklore, the podcast about mankind's horrifying legends and myths. Don't forget to follow Freaky Folklore on Spotify and iTunes. If you can, leave the show an honest review on iTunes to help us grow. Freaky Folklore is part of the EerieCast Podcast Network, the home for listeners who love to feel scared. Go to EerieCast.com to find other terrifying podcasts such as Unexplained Encounters and Redwood Bureau. If you would like to submit an encounter or suggestions for future episodes, you can email them to CarmenCarrion at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook for information on future episodes. Tune in next week as we discuss Hanako-san, a Japanese urban legend about the spirit of a young girl named Hanako-san who haunts school bathrooms. Until next time, stay safe out there, because this world is a strange one.